to She Who Overcomes, the podcast where we help you transform your life, leadership, and career. I'm Mandy B. Anderson. And I'm Rachel Perman, and we are your hosts. We believe that what you've overcome makes you a leader. With a little help from two experienced coaches, that's us, you'll find the clarity and direction that you need to rise up, lead well, and live with intention. You were born to be an overcomer. So grab your coffee and let's hang out. Hey, Overcomers, our summer series is all about becoming beautifully whole. Over the next few episodes, we are sharing audios from a past event called Beautiful Wholeness. These have never been heard before, and we're so excited to share them with you. But before we dive in, we have to tell you about something else that we're excited about. We are excited to tell you that we're bringing Beautiful Wholeness back. And for the first time ever, we're offering virtual tickets. It has been two years since we did this event. So you are cordially invited to Beautiful Wholeness, a one-day event that is focused on creating confident women. And it's all happening on Saturday, August 7th, 2021 from 9.30 a.m. to 5.30 p.m. And that is in Central Standard Time. And it is a one-day event, like I said, focusing on confident women. And it's for women of all ages, right? Like we've had kids in the audience. Yes, we've had kids as young as nine. And I think our oldest participant was 93. I think so. Yeah. Yeah. So it was a great If you fit in one of those age groups, you are invited to come because this is a supportive group coaching one-day experience for women who have recently emerged on the other side of a few big years. So if you're an open-hearted, determined lady that is devoted to rebuild from the ashes, rise up and fight for the life that you've always wanted to lead, then this is the perfect experience for you. Space is going to be limited though, so don't wait. Register today at raymateam.com, R-A-Y-M-A-T-E-A-M.com. All right, so grab your coffee and let's listen in to a past beautiful wholeness. Tonight, we are going to um, handle your objections. And we wanted this to be like a, um, first of all, are we recording? Okay. We wanted this to be like a spiritual health coaching session because one of the things we're not doing anymore is writing more Bible studies. Um, Every time we say we're going to stop writing, I was going to say, general, why did you say that out loud? Because now we're going to probably well, we will write. To... We're writing other things. Okay. Every be. time we say we're not going to write again, <laughs> we find out. Oh, that's not true. We're supposed to write something else. I don't know okay. why I talk like the Target lady. I'm tired. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just watching videos or something. I'm and this best. is where you watch the coaches fully yes. fine. <laughs> and Teresa, you shouldn't have told us. Woohoo! You did it. It's the encouragement too quickly. Um, but one of the things we've always wanted to do is to do like a health coaching evening session. We are waiting for one more person eventually. Okay. Um, and to do it in a way that kind of teaches you how to put the word into action. Um, and whether or like, we don't know that everybody has the same faith as us, and that's, that is totally fine. We've had uh, people who are atheists come to beautifulness and walk away saying there was something here for them. We've had Buddhists 
work with us. It floors me that, that we get people of all walks of life and all different beliefs. And at the same time, I, I consider that a great honor because um, being able to honor people where they're at and what their beliefs are is um, not something we're always taught in church. I mean, we saw this this morning when we had a lot of people stand up about like how we've been hurt, and so it's a real thing. So um, one of the things that we wanted to do is start teaching at Beautiful Wholeness how to put your faith into action, how to um, not just say positive affirmations, because um, Ivy, do you mind sharing what you, what you shared with everybody, everybody else? Okay, because <laughs> it's profound. It really is. Um, so I was asking Ivy some of the insights she got, and um, there. And what did you tell me? So I've I'm really into doing like positive affirmations and journaling and writing them down. But um, coming here, I guess I didn't really realize, um, like how like the the lies and the labels like that part it kind of like broke me down a little bit and made me realize that maybe sometimes like I'm telling myself these affirmations to kind of cover up like what I really feel. And I guess I didn't, I didn't really feel, I don't know. I, I only focused on the positive aspect and not really like the negative aspect. And that's not really negative, I guess, but you know, kind of like those bad feelings you might feel and kind of realize like why you are feeling them. And that also helps you further along. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And it's true because a lot of times um, we're taught focus on the positive, and that's good, that, that there is merit to that. The thing about it is when we're not giving ourselves permission to feel, we bury and avoid our feelings, and it kind of does the opposite. And then mm -hmm. we start to wonder, why aren't the affirmations working? <laughs> right? Have you ever experienced that? And so one of the things, we've talked a lot today about truth statements, um, this is on if you want to pretend to be that. Um, like, I, would be too, I would be too if I was carrying it all day. Um, we talk a lot about truth statements, and the thing about truth statements is they sound like affirmations, but what they actually are is they're taking God's word and personalizing it and speaking it out loud. That's, that's the key, is speaking it out loud. And so tonight, we wanted to help you handle your objections. And... Um, I'm just going to be honest, we didn't really have a fully baked plan with this session. <laughs> and that's okay, because um, we don't get freaked out about that anymore. There was a time where we got freaked out about, what happens if we don't know what we're going to say? What happens if we don't know what we're going to say? When we first, when we first started speaking, she shows up at the 730. <laughs> when we first started speaking, we literally... Well, it was mostly for me, but we but literally we wrote down every word we were going to say, every word we were going to say. And I think part of the reason that we do both the paper copies and the copies on there is because we were literally terrified that something was going to go up in smoke and all of our notes would be gone and at least the binders would survive. I'm not sure why we thought that. Um, but we were terrified of not knowing what to do next, what to say next, like I said, she had big dreams of being on the stage. I had big dreams of pulling a curtain for her while she was on stage. So I didn't think I'd have to come up You're with... You're so much better at so many more things. Yeah, but just back pulling then I didn't, I didn't curtains. 
I didn't know that. You weren't burned. You weren't burned to be a curtain puller. <laughs> I was not. Didn't you hear my story this morning? I was not born to be a curtain puller, but apparently some people thought so. We sound drunk. I think it's tired, but we yeah. We pop. I think if we had the drink, it might be better, but... <laughs> That might be a so different Rachel, event for a different time. We, we but anyway, we have a Pinterest board. I'm going to go off topic for just a second. Oh, okay. Because <laughs> laughter is medicine. We, had this pi- we have this private Pinterest board, and she has this funniest thing she finds. It's our therapy. It's, nobody can find it, and nor should they. I have a very um, interesting sense of humor. It's hilarious. She did this thing the other day. She found one. What did it say? Are I we know, having a drink, or are we having a drink? Because <laughs> I need to know what to wear. <laughs> I like this. I can hear it. I didn't expect to say that today. <laughs> when we started this, let's get back on topic. Okay. God's word. <laughs> Spiritual coaching, Maddie. That's yes. what we're doing. Right. That's what we're doing. So we do just, actually have an idea of what we're doing tonight. But honestly, when it comes down to this kind of a session, it's really kind of run by you guys. And earlier today, you guys did write down your objections, and we're going to work with that. But we're also going to teach you... Um, what you need to be an overcomer, spiritually what you need to be an overcomer. And it's funny that you brought up Pinterest because I'm pretty sure that in the book you talk about your Pinterest closet. Do you remember writing this book? I do. Yeah. (laughs) Vaguely. (laughs) I like my Pinterest closet. And she talks about how her Pinterest closet is fake, but her spiritual wardrobe is real. Mm -hmm. Something like that. And I got to grab... You know my book better than me right now. Well, I just read it not that long ago again because we went through it in Steady On. And the whole um, concept of the wardrobe of an overcomer is literally taking it out of Ephesians. There you go. Ephesians 6, 10 through 20. If you've got your app with you, if you've got a Bible app on there, you can totally pull it up. Um, What we're going to read from tonight is actually in the Passion version. And... Um, it's one of those versions that's kind of like, um, what's the other one that came up before? The, the message. The message version. So it's similar to that where it's um, more contemporary language. Um, and it's the version that Mandy and I kind of fell in love with about a year ago, and we use mm-hmm. it quite a bit. So I'm going to read to you Ephesians 6. Is that me? Is that me or you? Who is it? Who is it? Ephesians 6, 10 through 20. Now, my beloved ones, I have saved these most important truths for last. Be supernaturally infused with strength through your union with Lord Jesus. Stand victorious with the force of his explosive power flowing in and through you. Put on God's complete set of armor provided for us so that you will be protected as you fight against the evil strategies of the accuser. So, what did they just say? Why are we supposed to put this armor on? Yep, fight against the evil strategies of the accuser. Your hand-to-hand combat is not with human beings. Learn this when you take the honor code, too. But with the highest principalities and authorities operating in rebellion... Under the heavenly realms. For they are a powerful class of demon gods and evil spirits that hold this dark world in bondage. Because of this, you must wear the armor that God provides so you're protected as you confront the slanderer. For you are destined 
for all things and will rise victorious. So, because of this, you must wear the armor of God that provide that God provides so you're protected as you confront, not if you confront. And we're like, when? Here's the first thing you put on. Put on truth as a belt to strengthen you to stand in triumph. Put on holiness as the armor that covers your heart. Stand on your feet alert. Then you'll always be ready to share the blessings of peace. And in every battle, take faith as your shield. For it is able to extinguish the blazing arrows coming at you from the evil one. Embrace the power of salvation's full deliverance like a helmet to protect your thoughts from lies. And take the mighty, razor-sharp spirit sword of the spoken word of God. Pray passionately in the spirit as you constantly intercede with every form of prayer at all times. Pray the blessings of God upon all of his believers. And pray also that God's revelation would be released through me every time I preach. Yes, pray that I may preach the wonderful news of God's kingdom with bold freedom at every opportunity. Even though I am chained as a prisoner, I am his ambassador. So as you guys catch it, we've got the belt of truth, right? Write this down because we're going to forget it's late. We've got holiness as the armor to protect your heart. The belt of truth so you can stand in triumph. Holiness to protect your heart. Faith as your shield. Salvation as a helmet to protect you from thoughts from lies. Salvation is a helmet to protect you from the thoughts from lies. What are you doing over there? Oh, you're getting ready. Mm -hmm. And the mighty razor-sharp sword of the spoken word of God. The word you want to highlight there is the spoken word of God. So, Mandy. Mm -hmm. How do you win in hand-to-hand combat? I want to know what they think. <laughs> Strategy. That's a good one. How do you win in hand-to-hand combat? Being fast. <laughs> Let the other guy tire himself true. Tire that's himself a strategy. <laughs> uh-huh. These are all great answers. Who's the last one standing? <laughs> Don't even get there. Cardio. Avoid it. Cardio. We're going to run away. You're right. We got some work to do on accomplishing goals, don't we? <laughs> Anybody else? Be prepared. That's close. It is. You win in hand-to-hand combat in the training. 
you do beforehand. That's where you're going to learn the form. That's where you're going to learn what you need to strengthen. It's where you're going to get strengthened. And I have to tell you, this is hilarious because when I wrote She Who Overcomes, when was that? 2013? I started, I think. 2014? A while ago. I had a goal that year to learn boxing. I was only, like, I saw that cover in my brain with the boxing gloves. I know nothing about box, boxing. I was like, here's a goal. Let's put this toothpick of a me <laughs> in a boxing ring. I don't want to do that. I just want to box. <laughs> um, and it took me until this year to start boxing. So when we read this version... Um, because the message version, the NIV version, the NLT version, they don't use this wording. They don't use the wording of your hand-to-hand -hand combat is not with human beings. They don't say it that way. They say it a little bit different. Like, for our, our, our war is not with flesh, flesh or something like that. It's more eloquent. It's very eloquent. This is like, dude, your hand-to-hand -hand combat it's not with people. And so when I first started boxing, um, my trainer told me to get these. I don't even know what they're called. Gloves. They're these like gel. <laughs> they're the gel gloves that they, they're full of gel so that um, they, provide some, they provide some wrist strength. Turns out you need that. Um, they help so that your knuckles don't get hurt. Because when you put on the actual gear, it gets a little strange. And every time I've ever read this, I can't put this one on first. Um, every time I've ever read this, this whole putting on the wardrobe of an overcomer, I've always tried to figure it out. And in fact, in the book, I girly it a little bit. Like, it's very, very like, oh, let's wear a hat. <laughs> I think there's something about a lipstick. There's lipstick and You hadn't list. actually, to be fair, you hadn't actually gotten in the boxing ring yet. I hadn't so. yet. Um, and so it's very girly. It works. <laughs> but I have a different understanding of it now. Turns out you need teeth to put these on. <laughs> so I have a different understanding now because I understand hand-to-hand -hand combat. And so when this says, and not, I, that was bad form. There we go. <laughs> this is literally like, like our life right now. This Andy's is, in the ring and I'm learning how to relax. And Rachel's <laughs> sloughing along like I'm here. <laughs> Last year my goal was to survive and have something left at the end. And so probably next time we do Beautiful Wholeness, I might have some kind of health goal that I completed. But oh, my trainer has so many ideas for you. Oh, I bet she does. We talk, about, we talk about you all the time. I am scared to death. I just let her talk, and I'm like, yeah, Rachel's going to decide when she's ready. <laughs> um, here's the thing. When it says, put on truth as a belt to strengthen you to stand in triumph. The funny thing about that is it's not an actual belt. You literally have to put on the truth by speaking it. See, a lot of these things, you read them, and I used to think it was a whole bunch of different things. It's not. It's actually 
applying it in a couple different ways. Mm-hmm. So you put on the truth to stand in triumph. How do you put on the truth every day? You speak it. Somewhere in there it says that it I does. can't move yeah. it because I've got my hands in these <laughs> Hold on, I'll find it. Okay. Okay. It also says to stand on your feet alert. Here's what I'm learning about boxing. This would be so much better if I had an actual boxing bag. But when you're boxing, you have to stand firm. Now, actually, when you're, when you're sitting here, you're not usually facing the boxing bag straight on unless you're doing like a speed round. I hate those. They're horrible. They wear you out. This is a workout, let me tell you. So you have to get your grip. You got to make sure you're this far, like you touch the bag like this. That's how far away you're from it. Then you set. I'm left-handed, so I do it all opposite. But you, you set. And then you, you get your stance. Jab, cross, set. Jab, cross, set. Then you switch it. Cross, jab, set. Cross, jab, set. Then you do the hooks. These are fun. You go like that. You go like that. Then you do the undercuts. These are hard. <laughs> they're really hard without a bag. <laughs> but they're hard. You sweat, so I sweat, so much when you're boxing. You don't realize how much hand-to-hand combat takes out of you. And you will win it in the training because that's where you'll get strengthened. It's the same exact thing with truth. You handle your objections in the training. Every day is training ground. Every single day. Because when those moments come where all of a sudden you're in the hand-to-hand combat, you're not going to get a warning. They usually come fast and hard, like a trauma, like a fire, maybe a sickness, maybe a job loss. They usually come fast and hard. And all of a sudden, if you haven't been training, you're not going to win. You might learn how to win through it because it might be your first time, but it's going to take you longer. So champions win in the hand-to-hand combat. So they jab, set, jab, cross, set. Fight back with truth. Fight back with truth. That's what you do. So when we say, say your truth statements, we're not kidding. We had, um, I'm going to take these off. You want to tell the story of Laura? I can get it. Does it help? Okay. It looks really graceful. <laughs> there we go. You know, you see this done in the movies and stuff, like where the boxers are like using their teeth. It's a it's real a thing. It's a real thing. It's how you do it. It's a real thing. It feels so strong. Like you feel. I tried them on. You did. Yeah. There is something about it. There when, is. When you put them on. Um, I'm sorry, but the badass comes out when you do that. <laughs> All of a sudden, you're in the game. Absolutely. So, okay, I have a question for you before I even tell this story, though. Okay. Um, What is the point of the set? Actually, the point of the set is to um, keep your face from getting hit. So it's protection first, It's protection, yep. So the first thing you you know that we haven't talked about this. That's funny. 
Because I'm smart. I know. <laughs> do <you> listen. <laughs> yeah. It's so the first thing you do is actually protect yourself. The first thing you don't do mm-hmm. is, is actually fight. It is. In fact, that's the number one thing she said right away when she was teaching me is the first thing you do is answer the phone. That's what she calls it. Answer the phone. Because Why are always, we answering the phone like that? Because, well, because, <laughs> you know, you, cause you're supposed to, like, answer the phone up here. That's why. It's like, keep it up here. Keep it in front of your face. I'm going to need a different image. But you are. <laughs> you know my trainer. That's answering? how she is. Yes, I get it. Okay. That's her version of it. So, I mean, whatever. You just have to keep your hands up so that your protection. So, what happens if you don't have your hands up and you don't have your gloves on and somebody takes a swing at you? I'm guessing you get knocked out. So it really- I mean, I've been hit in the face with basketballs plenty of time for not... Just because I'm not paying attention. Like in gym? Yeah. Yeah, me too. I hated... I, I wasn't quick. No, and not that stuff. And most of the time I was talking to the person beside <laughs> me. Me too. Yeah. See? Yeah. And then you get hit. And I was part, not athletic in high school. Part of being ready... Your book. Part of Camp. being ready every day is because you don't know when that hit's coming. Mm-hmm. You can't go run and find your boxing gloves after you've already been hit. We have to be ready at all times for life to happen. Mm-hmm. And this doesn't mean we get to be, you know, running around in fear with our tinfoil hats on waiting for life to happen. <laughs> That's not what we're talking about. But being prepared, mm-hmm. doing these little things of, of saying the true statements every single day, that sets your mind up to be ready when that first blow comes. Because I don't know if you guys have noticed this, but when... You read it, and it says hand-to-hand combat. That enemy is, like, right here, right? This far away from you. That's close. This isn't somebody, this is not, uh, this is not, like, handgun combat. This is not even sword combat. This is hand-to-hand combat. That means this, this enemy, this thing that you're dealing with, is closer than you think. And we like to think that it's way off and we're going to see it come in or like we can shoot arrows to it or, you know, we've got time to build up the defenses, but we don't. We don't have the time that we think we do because we're not going to have time to go running for our boxing gloves or go running for our true statements when life happens. It'll work, like Mandy said, but it won't work the same as if you had been doing it for months and months beforehand. And we have a client and you saw her... Up here, I think, when we were talking about Steady On. She's the one with the pink hair. Mm -hmm. Her name is Laura, and she wasn't able to be here this weekend. But um, if you join Steady On, you'll get to know her. And uh, she was, I don't remember which Bible study was. It was Unashamed. Unashamed? Okay, so it was one of the first times that we did Unashamed. It was the very first one, I think. It was the first group when you were there, right? Yep, it was in Bismarck. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, that's right. Okay, so this was the first time we were teaching truth statements as a concept. And you guys heard earlier that when Mandy had the house fire, she had just started this practice of writing. And at that time, it was scriptures. You hadn't quite changed it into the statements, or right. had you? Okay. I had started to a little bit, but I didn't know that that's what I was doing. But Unashamed was the first thing we came out with that kind of solidified the truth statement concept. And um, one of the things that we do if you guys haven't noticed, is we make you repeat stuff out loud. And so to end every single session that we had of Unashamed, um, we said the the truth statements out loud together as a group. 
And I don't remember whether or not she said this during Unashamed or was it later on at something else? She, she would mouth it. it and she had pretend. a huge confession for us that she was not able to say true statements. Mm-hmm. Like it was literally physically difficult for her to mouth the words out loud. And I, and I like that Ivy brought this up because she was able to say affirmations. So what was the difference? The difference is that her brain knew the difference between truth, whether she knew it or not. And she had a really, really hard time saying truth statements, but she didn't want us to know. And so she'd mouth along with everybody else in the group and then later had to confess it. And <laughs> her, was- way, her way of confessing it is like being confronted with a bull. Uh-huh. Like it's in your face. <laughs> It's like, I can't say this, and I have a bone to pick with you. Like, it's my fault, right? <laughs> like, that's how she is. And, and so it's funny because, because she's so in your face. But it was awesome because it was a pivotal moment of understanding how important true statements are. You can say them now, but it did she take a while. Now. It did take a while. It took a good year. Mm-hmm. To keep working on it, she could say affirmation, but truth statements. So what do we mean by truth statements? It's literally taking God's word and personalizing it, saying it out loud. So in, for instance, in this, Ephesians six twelve says, Your hand-to-hand combat is not with human beings but with the highest principalities and authorities operating in rebellion under the heavenly realms. Here's how you would personalize that. My hand-to-hand combat is not with human beings. It's with the highest principalities and authorities operating in rebellion under the heavenly realms. Earlier in the, the verse, it says, be supernaturally infused with strength. The true statement would be, I am supernaturally infused with strength. That's taking the truth and owning it. That's, that's standing firm, that's getting your stance, and fighting back with truth. I am supernaturally infused with strength. That's what it is. And it's such a simple concept. I don't know why it's not taught. <laughs> I really don't, because it's, it's a game changer for your mindset. It's a game changer for your faith. That's where you're going to win the training, the hand-to-hand combat. It's in that training. Hey, guys. Thanks again for listening. Before you go, would you mind doing us a favor? We would love to hear your takeaways, so please leave us a review and a comment. You might just hear your name in a future episode when you do. This show is produced by Rayma Team Media, a division of Rayma Team LLC. If you'd like to learn more about how you can work with us, visit raymateam.com. That's www.raymateam.com. All right, our coffee is cold, so we gotta go. See you next week.